Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Be loud. Just know we're coming to handle business. Orange Zone, NC State Week. Welcome in, everyone. If you're watching on the CMY Central YouTube page, Hello from the top camera. We have Samantha Crossan. We have James Mungro in the house. Brendan Hodges on the producer mic. Like and subscribe to us on YouTube if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. How you doing? Thanks for tuning in with us. We appreciate it as always. A little rundown on what we're getting to today. Syracuse football. Top 20. Number 18 in the AP poll. And this is the first top 20 game since 1998. We'll be doing a full game breakdown. NC State. Could be without their quarterback, Devin Leary. What type of deal that's going to be and who's going to step in for them. We'll be hearing from Garrett Schrader on the bye week, as well as his thoughts on the rankings and heading into a big game. And of course, a little looking ahead to Clemson, Ring of Honor unveiling, predictions, producer Brendan's trivia that we're going to get right today. We got a little (laughs) bit of everything coming up, so stay with us for that. But let me open it to you guys. Bye week, no game. How's everyone feeling? What What'd you do? I was on Long Island. Took Took the week to just hang out, go see some family, which was really nice. I missed them, so we did some wineries, some distilleries, and honestly, it felt more like upstate New York than it normally does. It felt I don't know, very fall suburb- vibes. Yeah, very fall vibes, very suburban this time around. Very nice. Good How about stuff. You? I just relaxed my family and I just had to just spend some family time. That's about it, really. Any weekend soccer games or or no? Pretty, um, pretty relaxed. No, pretty relaxed. Uh, this we had a week off uh, finally, um, but um, getting back at it today. So uh, we have a game tonight. So there we go. Excited about it. Let's go. I will say, you know what high school game I went to recently that was electric? Men's volleyball. Yeah. High school men's volleyball. Electric. I loved it. I want to go to more. sections I'm hearing too. Yes. Very That's good. Nice. They had the, like the cutout heads and everything. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. I got to do that. We'll be getting there more. Brendan, how you doing? How you feeling? I'm good, man. The birds won this week. I, I, my family is like a thousand miles away, so I can't okay. just go see them over a weekend. <laughs> Missouri um, native. Yeah, my si- I did get to watch my sister play remotely, of course. They beat Davidson this weekend in field hockey. And where is she playing at? She plays at Bellarmine University in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Did they just go D1 in basketball? Everything, yes, but it, th- they got robbed. Let's just say that the... And for those of you who, this is more of a college basketball thing, um, and maybe we get to this later on in the year if SU plays Bellman for whatever reason, like years down the road. <laughs> the transition year rule is dumb. So dumb. They, so they were runner-ups or finished like third, runner-ups in the A-Sun their first year in D1. They lost in the tournament in the semis. They won the conference tournament last season, and... It's not the team that they beat in the championship that got to go to the NCAA tournament. It's the team that lost to the team they beat in the championship 
that then got blown out in the first round of the NCAA tournament. That doesn't really make a lot of sense. No, it... it Shout out Jacksonville State. You guys shouldn't have been there. All right. Um, <laughs> I didn't think we'd get deep into A-Sun talk today, but Goodness. you never know where this thing goes. <laughs> no, not at all. And yeah. uh, just to clarify, you're not going to get the question right today. Okay. Right. I like that. Questions, I perhaps. I appreciate Questions. it. I was, uh, I was at the Jersey Shore to start the weekend. Yeah, I was in Sea Isle. Spent a little time down there. Did a little golfing. Uh, but worked Friday night. But I was dedicated enough to make the 1130 tea time. Even at five in the morning, Friday. So don't call Whoa. me a hero, but, but I hope, not all heroes. I hope the case. boys appreciate me making it there. Let me tell you that, and then spend some time. Wow. Uh, end of the weekend with my folks outside Philly. So it was good. It was a good breather, but I found myself driving back up yesterday, just saying I can't wait to get back into talking Syracuse football. Yeah, I can't. I mean, especially now that the Mets are done. I mean, I'm ready to get back to oh, SU football. Boy. Give me something good, man. Give me something Bill's good. Moving on. It's good now. I mean, five and zero. Oh, I mean, ranked team. You know, this this week's gonna be very big for us. It is, and moving up four spots without playing a game—that's that's a good feeling. Definitely, a hundred percent. When you move up a couple spots, you didn't play a game. Uh, it just shows you, you know, other teams, you know, losing the win, and uh, uh, they're in a great position. They are, and so Syracuse coming in at number eighteen in, in both polls. They were twenty-two in AP last week, twenty-one in coaches' poll last week. Um, so right there at the in the high teens, NC State. Actually, beside, rather, they, they won. Beat Florida State 19-17. We'll, we'll get to that game in a second. But they moved back a spot from number 14 to 15 despite the win. And I think it comes down to a few things and how the game went. It was, it was sloppy for them. And not exactly what that, that Wolfpack fandom's expecting. But um, we talked about the, the last top 25 game being 2001, James's senior year at Syracuse. But the last top 20 game was Tennessee and Syracuse to open the season in 1998. And so that's been a minute. And so just for starters, man, just having this, this type of big game, and for a lot of these guys, it is the biggest game to date on paper that they've experienced. And, and what are your thoughts on that? 100%. I mean, this is the biggest game uh, at the Dome in a long time with, like you said, two ranked teams playing. Uh, these guys, uh, the, the players now, have never uh, been in that situation before. Um, but you know they they've they have their confidence. They have their confidence, and uh, you know seeing the different interviews over the past week, uh, the guys are really focusing on uh, on the on the season. Not to mention over forty thousand tickets already sold. Should be a great atmosphere. Yeah. I was looking at Ticketmaster because I think John Wildak, AD said forty thousand last week, right around mm-hmm. Wednesday Thursday. I pulled up the map today, and and granted those those chart seats are. Sometimes tough to get a real feel, <laughs> but they're, that upper deck looked pretty full. And so I think we're hitting 40,000 easy, and it's, it's important. I think that's something that's going to matter. The fans uh, for this week is going to be very important. This is uh, a week the fans have been waiting for, and uh, it's going to be tough for NC State. Do you happen to remember in that game over Boston College, the, the game where you played in, was that a sold-out game? You know, I, I cannot remember, but uh, normally when we played BC at the end of the year, it was always around Thanksgiving. So there was never no students. That was the bad part about it. There was never no students at the last game. Um, but uh, I think it was a pretty good crowd. I would imagine it was a pretty good crowd with both teams being ranked. And uh, we were, you know, bowl eligible. They were bowl eligible. So um, and I can't remember exactly um, our record. Uh, we were 10 and 3. I remember that. We were 10 and 3. But um, yeah, it, it's. Um, it was 
You know, it's just both teams being ranked. Uh, you know, BC came here. That was years ago. So kind of tough to remember that. Yeah, true. BC, their last game of the season again. And, and you're, you're happy to see that. You like a little tradition of that. Well, yeah, they, that's a big a big tradition with uh, BC and Syracuse. Um, uh, you know, when I when I played, it was really big. Uh, BC always thought they were more, I guess, more a little bit more cocky and more uh, elegant than Syracuse. But uh, in reality is, you know, we, we, we put the hammer on them every single time we played. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention three thirty p.m. start time. Yes, that's a pretty good, pretty good slot right there. Yeah, I don't mind. I mean, from a from a reporter perspective, three thirty is pretty nice. I'm not I'm not getting killed waking up too early, and I'm not sitting around all day. But let's let's hit it, man. Game times noon, three thirty night game. Did, did you have a Did you have a preference? Actually, yeah, I, I prefer you know uh, noon games or three thirty games. Night games, you sit around all day at the hotel. And it's just, and you know, for myself, uh, I wasn't a big eater. Um, I never ate before games at all. I drank a shake. Uh, so when we had night games, I would drink two shakes and try to nibble on some food. But um, yeah, you know, earlier the earlier the game, I think is better for, for the guys. Um, uh, Twelve o'clock, three uh, thirty. You're you know you're you're wide awake, you're ready to go. You know. Yeah, and and real quick, I do want to make a mention. We were going to get into it later in the show, but but Clemson scheduled for a noon game on ABC next week, which. I mean, if you if you want to kind of read the lines there, that's that's people thinking this is still going to be a big game with what happens after this weekend. Putting it on ABC, it's a noon game, and for what we what we saw with the way Tennessee was able to really annihilate LSU at home in Death Valley, those LSU fans were not happy. It was a noon game because they liked that energy building throughout the day, yeah. and so to me, a, a noon game on a road like Clemson feels pretty good. Yeah. I think that is a pretty good slot because it's interesting. You say for the players, you know, they prefer an earlier time slot. I think a lot of fans would prefer to hang around a little bit, have a couple of drinks before they head on over and get a little rowdy. So I think on the road, that's that's a good draw. Yeah, but three thirty this week, yeah, would be nice. de- definitely. You want to keep the people down, Clemson. You know, low key. You know, you maybe don't the wanna... students are still sleeping. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I think it's good. Friday can sneak away from you in college. <laughs> you never, you never know. <laughs> and and as for the Cincy State game. The the biggest storyline, and it's not even close, is is quarterback Devin Leary going down last week in their nineteen to seventeen funky win over Florida State. And I have it here. Hurt his shoulder in his throwing arm last weekend, and it was on a play in which FSU D lineman Josh Farmer penalized for roughing the passer, and I think he came back out in a sling at one point. The big quote from from NC State coach Dorner this this week is and I and I want to hit the exact quote no timeline it could be this week it could be 6 weeks and I don't imagine him to say anything but that because end of the day that forces this Syracuse defense to prepare for any of it yeah you know the Syracuse defense will prepare like how they normally prepare uh, this whole year so far you prepare for the starter i mean uh if the starter's not there um, obviously, in this situation, there's a younger, young, younger kid there, mm-hmm. not a senior. Uh, that's great for us. That's that's really good for Syracuse. And they got to take advantage of that. Uh, but you prepare, you prepare as as the starter was there, and uh, just keep focused on doing what you've been doing all year so far. Oh, definitely. And I think a pro for SU is now, you know, compared to that game against Florida State, they have a quarter of film. You know, yes. for for the backup yeah. quarterback, makes it a little bit easier to prepare. And I got to be honest, I think that quote. You know, it, it strikes me as more of a strategy. I'm not I'm not really getting the sense 
Um, I'm getting the sense that we will be seeing the backup quarterback starting. And definitely Syracuse cannot go into the game thinking that the backup's not starting because, oh, you know, you think it's going to be easy now. But I, I don't see that happening because the boys are focused. I mean, mm-hmm. all your whole life, this is what you're waiting for. And it's now finally here, here, here in Central New York. Uh, and, you know, Syracuse, give credit to the coaching staff and the team to pull things around over the past couple of years. And they did, they're doing it. And I don't right away look at this if, if you're a Syracuse fan and say, Oh well, this this game is is going to be decided on whether or not Devin Leary plays. I certainly think it's a it's a major impact, and clearly with the with the odds being Syracuse favored by three and a half four points, they think Leary's not playing. I looked at it as more of a toss up, a pick 'em, um, maybe a one point spread kind of if, if he was playing. But to me, it's it's not like this is a a defense that hasn't seen a good quarterback this year. They face some some guys that 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 ball out. And, and exactly, I mean, depending who's back they're playing, uh, who cares? Mm-hmm. Go out there and just play football. But if there's a young quarterback in there, oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. I mean, I would predict at least two illegal procedures, you know. Um, I mean, the offense, it's going to be sold out in that dome this week coming up. Um, noise. It, the, the noise is going to be definitely an advantage for Syracuse. And it's going to be a disadvantage yeah. for the other team, no, no matter who, whatever quarterback's even in this the spot. Right. That's tough. I think that every time I'm down there shooting, I'm like, I mean, it blows out our mics without fail every single time. It feels like, you know, it's so difficult to hear. But something it's I think that definitely jump. does, it is crazy. You know, I think, I think it does have to be discussed that when you look at the backup quarterback, Jack Chambers, he took over. And in those remaining 25 offensive plays, there was one pass attempt. and It was incomplete. There were 22 rushes for 106 yards. So, this strikes me as someone who they do not trust to pass the ball. Yeah, I mean, with that statistic right there, that's telling you a lot right there. Uh, he attempted one pass, you said. Um, that's, that's unheard of in college football, you know, unless you're Tim Tebow. But even in college, he, threw, he was able to throw the ball in college. Just professionally, he couldn't throw it. Um, he but, was uh, one stretch of, of he was a man. He won a playoff game with no touchdowns. Yeah. Like, that's, that's unbelievable. Gosh, but, that was a year. You know, that's, that's professional. But college, going, getting back to this, um, the kid didn't throw a ball. That's that. That tells a lot. That tells a lot. So I mean, with that as a defense, DB save you know the DBs, the safeties, uh, even the linebackers, they want them to throw the ball. You want them to throw the ball because they don't have the timing down. They haven't had the, the time they've been doing all year. He's a backup quarterback, so he's not getting you know all the reps. Uh, he, he'll go in and get a few reps, but now obviously. He's getting probably a lot of reps now, you know, if not all the reps now in practice. Well, right. And that's something I think, you know, do I think that we've seen everything that Chambers can do? Definitely not. Because even though, you know, we're hearing, oh, it could be a week, it could be six weeks. I think that they, of course, know, okay, this is who the starter is. And that person is going to be getting all the reps in practice. So we'll see what he's capable of. You know, that game, you know, last week with Florida State, they had to win that game, you know, Mm -hmm. so they couldn't put the ball in there. They, they didn't feel confident putting the ball in there. So they, they ran the ball. So that's telling you a lot, too, as well, because obviously they wanted to get that W to be, you know, uh, what, 4-1 and one now they are? Yeah, uh, yeah, 4-1. and one. Only loss was to Clemson. But what's what's so interesting is the the ending of that game, um, for, for the folks at home that, that I, I wasn't able to watch it live, but I went through the, the con- condensed game on, on YouTube because we had producer Brendan over here freaking out, basically saying Florida State, what a messy last minute there. They were marching down the field, down 19 to 17, maybe at the 30, 35-yard line um, at this point in field goal territory. But uh, 
took a shot at the end zone and it was just a floater picked off immediately. So it's, it's one of those where this conversation of it being a, a top 20 showdown, probably not still top 25. I would say so, but it's interesting in looking at that Florida state game and, and reading from what I've seen from the Wolfpack fan base and the people that cover them is that game did not make them feel comfortable whatsoever with that offense. However, this is a defense that right up there with Syracuse's top of the ACC. And yeah, and I mean, and NC State, they'll figure out some things to get done. Um, offensively, you know, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Defensively, they're going to be there. You know, defense, defense is tough. Uh, uh, the linebackers, they move, they flow pretty well to the ball. Um, I was watching them run back and forth laterally. I mean, they were, they were, they were moving in, at a high speed, uh, getting after the quarterback. So they're going to, I mean, the defense is going to be there. Now the offense, that's a totally different story. So we know the defense is going to be there. You know, Syracuse's defense is going to be there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when people say, we know, well, the quarterback's not there, that's part of I mean, the whole season uh, in college football, there's people getting injured. And unfortunately, uh, that's part of the game, unfortunately. Um, so you're going to get NC's best shot. I mean, they're going to throw, you know, everything at it because they want to stay undefeated, obviously. I mean, undefeated. They want to continue to keep winning um, uh, in the ACC. But it, it's, uh, it's really going to come down to um, quarterback play. Quarterback play and, and not to Traders mention Traders got to have a yeah, yeah. got to be able to throw the ball in this yeah. game, no doubt. And you know, I think again, you talk defensively, and SU's defense has been great, but the D line particularly, I think, has to be ready to go. Especially now, again, you're down Terry Lockett. If this is the team that's going to be running the ball a lot, you know, we've talked about SU's defense. Really, some of the best parts of it being their secondary. So I think the D line has to be really ready to go this game. And and another thing too, I mean, the defense. I mean, if if this is going to be a rookie quarterback. The defense are totally. I mean, they're 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 really excited, really excited. I mean, their emotion levels if you can go even higher because mm-hmm. they they want they want the stats. That's what the game's about. Get your stats, get sacks. You know, pressure the quarterback. We look good out there. I mean, they're trying. You know, they're trying to do big things out there. Yeah, and it's interesting because Chambers is a is a transfer, and if I'm not mistaken, was at Charleston Southern possibly before coming over here, and and, and he was it was the type of thing where you know. He had some stats. Yeah. He had some stats that he that he was putting down at at his at his former school. And I'm gonna double check on that for us. But it is interesting to note that that NC State did say on Monday that MJ Morris and retro freshman Ben Finley would also need to get prepared to play. And that to me is I take that a little bit as truth based on what we saw from Chambers and the zero passing game that they're like, <laughs> maybe we have to go down. But I also see that as as a strategy of we're going to make you prepared for all four of what our quarterbacks can do. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, no, it is, but reality is they're going to run the same plays. If, if not, everything will be simplified. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's another thing too, as well. I mean, the coach could say what he wants to say, but reality is this. Um, if you got a rookie quarterback in there, things will be a lot more simplified uh, out there for the, for the quarterback. And again, that noise at the dome is going to be a big factor. I mean, the fans this week is going to be a big factor in this game. Um, with the noise, I'm telling you, there's, I mean, at any position, I mean, getting everybody on the same page in the carrier, in, in the carrier dome. The, oh, it's the JM, JMA Wireless. Yes, yeah. the wireless, JM Wireless. It's going to take a few years. Yeah, it is. Uh, but, you know, having uh, the off, you know, with the quarterbacks trying to get this offense all together and have everybody on the same page, that's going to be tough. And that's what, I'm, that's what I'm interested in seeing. When you were in the backfield, whether that was in, in college or, or in the pros, were there, was there ever a time where, 
QB's calling an audible or, or shouting something out, and you you you're right there and you can't hear him. Oh, we well at the, at the next level, um, college, yes, college, of hundred percent, yes. But at the next level, with Peyton, you you don't need to have uh, do hand signals. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, so that was something you know to his credit, he was very good at. So it, or or even just just looking at him, he could just you know do certain things that, and he did it at practice, so you knew going into it what it was. He would just shout out. The number of the the guy blitzing you, right? He would see it right away. Sometimes. Yeah, he, yeah. I mean, he just That's yeah. Incredible. But I mean, everything. I mean, I mean, beating the backfield of knowing your quarterback and stuff like that. That's another thing too, as well. You're talking about that the quarterback's going in there now, new quarterback. Um, you know, uh, the backs are not familiar with this quarterback. Yeah, they got a week of practice, but it's not like a whole year of practice. Mm. Uh, so I mean, I think their time is going to be off. Yeah, and looking at, I mean. You got a you got a list of stats there, a list of them. What's stuck? What's sticking out to you, honestly? If, if com- coming into this week, what have you been thinking about? And is it more? Are you paying more attention to NC State? Or are you looking more at uh, what SU's giving you? I mean, I like this when I looked at the scoring defense. SU fourteen points per game. NC State fifteen point seven points per game. It's the first in the ACC. And the second in the ACC. It feels Top 15 like a in the country, too. Yeah, I mean, it feels like a defensive battle. And it was so hard. Honestly, when I was thinking about my predictions for this week, this was one of the hardest ones yet. Because I'm thinking, is this going to be a high-scoring game? Is this going to be a low-scoring game? I really, I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. It's, what about you? Not to give it, not to give it away too much, but, but I do. I've, I have Syracuse at least in the 20s, I should say that. Um, because you can't tell me. I won't. I won't say it, but I do think that if there's if there's the the offense that's able to pierce one of these defenses, I'm I'm leaning Syracuse, and I'll and I'll and I'll, I'll say that honestly. Um, but again, looking at this this matchup, number eighteen, number fifteen, first time since 1998, 2001 was that BC Syracuse game, and uh, you know I think mo- moving forward here with Syracuse now finding themselves in a situation that they are a favorite. Versus a ranked team, um, there's a team that's had that's been able to, I think, use that dog mentality. I mean, they were they were they were they were the the underdog in what felt like the first four weeks outside of outside of UConn. So, do you hold that? Do you hold the dog mentality even if you're the favorite? You can't you can't go into that. You just got to go out there and play. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't think about none of that like you know uh, plus and they you know I just. Go out there and play the game because once you start thinking about that stuff, you know, you just – and I don't think the guys are even thinking about that. I've never thought about that. I've never even looked at to see, you know, the plus and minuses or, you know, who's supposed to win the game. Uh, every game I went into, I've always thought we were supposed to win. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, you know, give the other team maybe an opportunity. We're supposed to win this game. Yeah. yeah, because we've been talking about this, you know, all throughout this week, rankings and whatnot and statistics. It's like how much of that noise can you really – think about can you really listen to versus just going out there and just playing the best game you can because honestly you know listen I think that all of these rankings are important not only for the players but of course the fan base it's something that like we can all rally around and people in SU are really excited about but you know to say that just because one team is ranked a couple places higher or not would really make a difference I don't really see that. Garrett had something interesting to say we spoke with Garrett Schrader earlier today um, on Tuesday when he was asked about his thoughts on the rankings and, and he is, he has stood by and has been firm in that he'll be honest. He really doesn't seem to care, but it was interesting the way he phrased that. We'll play it right now. 
they get, we got a lot of good teams that are ranked, I guess, but that doesn't really – you see it every single weekend, you know. Someone gets beat who's not supposed to, so, I mean, it doesn't really matter in terms of that stuff and who's favored, you know. Half of the games we started out this year, we weren't even favored to win. So, I mean, none of that stuff matters to us. It's just the opinions in this building and the coaches and the players make sure we're all on the same page. So, And SU, the favorite this time around, but you look at the history between these two teams. North Carolina State leads that all-time series 13-2. to It's not great. Unfortunately, I was part of that one loss in there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that, the, well, on that one. Side? Yeah, that, on a, that way, I one loss. I was on the thirteen side, unfortunately. So that would have been a non-conference. Yeah, it's non-conference. Yeah, yes, time. we played them down there. I'll never forget. Uh, I had my uh, my late grandmother was at the game. It was the first uh, college football game ever. She was living in North Carolina at the time, mm-hmm. and I had a whole bunch of family there. And it was I'll never forget because um, a, a hurricane came up the coast earlier, earlier that week, and uh, it rained. It rained the whole time, and also NC State had a guy by the name of T- Tory Holt. <laughs> yeah, familiar. <laughs> yep. That's why we're on the 13 side. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but did it poured the whole game though. It poured the whole game. The whole. I mean, it was it was a lot. Were they just hand you? The, was, were you just oh, well, no, I was actually on the sidelines at that time. Yeah, uh, I did get I did get into the game for a little bit. Uh, things didn't go too well, and I got back to the sidelines. Uh-huh. I was uh, I was a young young man at the time. <laughs> growing opportunity, growing, yes, growing yeah. up. Growing no, growing that's all it is. And the Wolfpack have won the last three meetings. The last SU win that came in 2018, a 51 41 win at the JMA Wireless Dome. Your fun fact came off this. Fun today. fact of this. That was the win that got them to bowl eligibility in 2018. Okay. That was their sixth win. So, a little interesting. We've, we've talked about the similarities between the two years. And last year was not pretty with this. Uh, really, that's, that's last year, though. That's that last is last year. year. Last year don't, has nothing to do at all what's going to go moving forward. I know. But that it does play into, <laughs> it does play into that this has been recently an up and down with this team. But they're back home. Yeah. It is a brand new year and, and truly a brand new situation. Brand new team. Yeah. I mean, brand new every, team. every year there's a new team. No matter what you do, uh, you know, there's always tra- you know, coaches coming in. And obviously, our Virginia, I know our, our coordinator from Virginia, I mean, he's doing a great job. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you see the difference uh, on our offense. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Yeah. But it, it is funny how you say, you know, like last year, that's totally different. It's all the stuff you're bringing because, up, man. We're no, no. trying to get all that <laughs> terrible. So I'm, a man, I'm a man just spitting a little facts here, <laughs> bringing people up to speed, reminding them. There's a little extra on the line here. I, a little think, anger. I, I, think, I think we've been reminded over the past few years of how bad we've been doing. I mean, we don't need no more reminders. That's, now. That's fair. This, is, this is supposed that's to be a fair. positive talk talk area. Positive, positive, but I positive, but 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 with the facts on occasion. I'm I'm uh you know you know it it happened though it happened last year, but it is a brand new year. Brand new I'm year. with you guys. This, this I, just I am. It's funny. I I get it from both sides because I do feel like. You know, I was, I'm, I'm an athlete, too, and even I was a goalie um, in college. So it was always, you know, a similar thing. Hey, goalie has to have a short mentality. You know, the shot that's coming up is much more important than the shot that you just faced. But still, it's like as a fan, Mets is a perfect example. I'm like, this is a new season. It's a new year. 
And still in the back of my mind, I'm like, they're going to choke. And then they choke. And, and, and this is how you do it. This, this is how I do it. Hit me for, for example, we're winning right now. Mm-hmm. This is the positive talk. Now, yeah. if we were losing, now we go to, oh, man, yeah, well, last year we did this to them and all that, like that. But we're winning. We're on top, baby. We're ranked in the country. Syracuse is playing at a high level. Uh-huh. I mean, Syracuse, the, the whole community is going to be, it's going gonna, it's gonna to explode this week. I do think it makes sense, honestly, more, the more I look at the, the line of, again, just that impact of this being a home game. It's huge in these situations, I like to think. I, I, I would 100% agree. And that's the power of positive manifestation right there. I like that. I'm with you. Yeah. I figured right. myself to be a pretty positive person, but like maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm Hodges is giving me a look over here. Okay. I can't even let this man talk right now. No, um, positive person. This man, see, here's the deal with, with, with Brendan no, and I. We're, we're you damaged be, you, goods. You be quiet right Being now. Being a Philly I fan. Will, I will tell you how much of a positive person. I trust is. issues because of my past. You and our, our boss, both. You have both said I am the most reasonable Eagles fan you have ever met. Reasonable Philly sports fan that, is fair. that you have ever met. Well, yeah. Again, Sean and I are damaged. For those of you at home, our, our news director, Sean Carroll, I think he's out of the office all this week at a conference or something. Him and Tommy will spend like half an hour at least. Like Maybe not every, I don't know about Mondays because I'm not here. But like sometime during the week and they'll just be like talking and talking about like, oh my God, I'm so worried about this game the cardinals the cowboys and, and my great. desk out in the newsroom is in the corner right next to the news director's office so i hear every conversation yeah. that happens in yeah. there and those are the funniest because i'm just sitting out there and they walk out and i slow turn like i slow turn on this program and i give them my two cents and they're like you know what brendan you're right like 40 percent of the time yeah and i'm usually okay. right more than 40 percent of the time Sean was worried about the Cardinals this week, and it did look very worrisome. For I a while, can't but believe that what they did. That was quarterback not knowing the situation. You're a professional athlete, and you you slid two and, more shots after that, at least yeah, at the end zone. Yeah, but then he spiked the ball. I mean, that's just awareness. The slide, the slid, the slide early, and yeah. then Amendola went to my high school, started in soccer, went to football, had a 57 okay. yarder in high school. Kid okay. had a boot. Okay, but this thing, I've never seen something start so straight. Feel so far off. It looked like the video. Honestly, and honestly, it did. I yeah. mean, I'm like, wow, it's coming. Then it just totally. It felt like a gust of wind just took that ball right off to the right. <laughs> I saw I'm videos like, of people at home like, with a the fan by their physical fan. Yeah, and it looked literally like it just peeled off. That's like hard. That. That's hard. It's hard. But again, little things. That's little things the coaches teach you. And you know, uh, normally the quarterback would make that mistake, but I've seen that multiple times in the NFL in mm-hmm. that situation. And they, they need to change that rule. I, I think. 100% need to change the role how that is because the guy clearly would have had the first down. I mean, mm-hmm. he gave himself up the slide and definitely would have had the first down. Can I just say, we saw that with, and I don't, I know you don't like talking about last year, but when Rex Culpepper was here, I think it was against NC State the last game of the season. They were driving for the win and he spiked it on fourth down to end the game. Yeah, that was a few years ago. Was, yeah, I do remember that though. It was a few years ago. Something very similar to that. Yeah. And yeah. we haven't seen that with Garrett yet. But I mean, it, it is interesting about this year's team is that we we they are five and zero, but we have had a few close games. But but they're able to pull it out. Able to pull it out. Yes, and you, you see it at the NFL, the two opposites right now in the Minnesota Vikings at four and one, and and we're we're really bringing in the the pro comparisons here, but it's actually perfect for this because the Minnesota Vikings are four and one, and they are sneaking out wins, sneaking out wins. The Raiders 
are one and four with I think a five point differential. And they're finding, and they're not able to pull it out late in the game. And to me, the good teams win. That's yeah. how that's how we were with Syracuse over the you know couple few years of you know we were getting pretty close to a couple games, and it was like wow, goodness, we just were this that close. Just and you know now the guys are actually believe it, have practiced different scenarios, and they're pulling out the tough one as we've seen this year already. Yeah, and and as for this this game and this in this breakdown, you're you're Robert and I. You're looking at this stingy NC State defense. Um, I mean, that front seven something. That's a really powerful unit. Are you coming out looking to beat them in the air, or are you just are you going to try to use number thirty four right away? Use about listen. We don't change nothing at all. Balance, run the ball, throw the ball. Straders doing. Straders going to run the ball as well. Continue to do that. Uh, you know, like you said, the up front. You know, defense up front is very big. Mm-hmm. They look pretty solid. And they could move and run. Um, so, would saying that, you know, let them spread it out. Spread yeah. it out like they've been doing. The is very good, at, you know, of keeping it balanced, the back swinging yes. out, throwing the ball downfield when it's time to take shots uh, or have Schrader running, you know, or handing the ball off to our. It our, feels fluid this it's, year. Yeah, yeah it, it feels like we have a lot of different options. And, you know, that's, uh, a, you know, and Schrader's been throwing the ball to a lot of different wide receivers too. So, they can't just focus on one guy, they got to focus on everybody. Well, mm-hmm. right. You know, it's straight. What struck me is how balanced this SU team has been this year, whereas in some of the previous years, Garrett Schrader really wasn't able to throw the ball as well. So it was almost like they had to be more reliant and dependent on Sean Tucker. But now it's not based out of a need. It really is more of a want. Okay, let's see what we're going to do here. There's options. Everyone seems on the same page. They really do. And and we'll be seeing a a lot more of Steve Linton stepping up at that D-line position with, with with Tyler, or not Tyler Lockett, I'm I'm mixing my lockets right now. Terry Lockett. Terry Lockett. <laughs> I was just I was just watching the Seahawks, and I'm like, man, I'm mixing Boys up my lockets. Who's in the back of the room? Yeah, yeah, different <laughs> positions though, that's for sure. So, so we'll be seeing we'll be seeing a lot more of Linton back there. Um, you know, I just think the guys that are banged up, it seems like they really needed this week. It came at a good time, and I think it's I think it's time for it. Three thirty kickoff. Game's going to be going till realistically. Six forty-five, seven. It's seven thirty. The three, the, the four of us are in a are in a group text. What are we going to be texting about? It's prediction time. I want to hear your scores. I want to hear how you think this game is going to go. And granted, and we're going to be starting to keep track now. Now that we have the predictions going, we'll be keeping track next week. Okay. We'll talk about our. We'll talk about how we did. One and zero, zero and one. Who was off? And it's and, and there's going to be some people. So right off. now we're going to start at five and zero. All of five and zero. Yes, actually, <laughs> exactly. Let's right now we're five and zero. So let's pack. I mean, you're just like Syracuse. Your conference level is high up. So let's Stat pad, baby. <laughs> Sam, you want it? Take it away. All right, I'm going thirty-five twenty-four SU. Mm. I told you it was really tough for me to think about this week. There were a lot of factors that you had to put into play. I do think though this offense dynamic, balanced, powerful. I feel like they can get 35 points up on the board. And I went 24 NC State because I do think that it's predominantly going to be this backup QBN. And I think that they're going to struggle, especially 40 plus thousand fans in the JMA Wireless Dome. I think that those fans truly have the potential to change the outcome of the game. Mm. All right, James, what are you feeling? I think Syracuse is going to win by two or three touchdowns. Depending on the quarterback on the sure. other team, um, 
excuse me. Uh, the reason why I say that is, you know, the quarterback play, but also um, I just don't see them coming up here in the carry zone. Like, like, like Samantha said, the noise is going to be a big factor in it. It's going to be a big factor, and they got to do that the whole time, mm-hmm. you know, the, the whole game. It's not taking like, the series off. And I feel like once we get the ball going and once the noise starts going in the dome, it's going to be the whole, <laughs> the whole game. This quarterback is going to struggle if it's a new quarterback. If it's the old quarterback, I think the game will be a lot closer. Yeah. Uh, with Syracuse winning, um, but you know, if I put a number out there, I would say um, somewhere like thirty-five. With with the quarterback outplaying, I'll say thirty-five, ten. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. But with the quarterback playing, I would say it'd be somewhere. Uh, still give Syracuse thirty-five, but more like maybe twenty-one. See, okay. I don't. I don't think you can throw out two numbers. I don't think you can have an if then. He didn't have no rule. See, this week, I, I think <laughs> he I'm, had no I'm, rule. I'm, I'm putting in a rule right now. I'm not going to have an if and then. Here, here's uh-uh. your point. Uh-uh. You know what? See that? You know what? Voice of God. Voice of God. I'm going to put an asterisk. He, he picked the same result. He picked SU to cover. That is true. So it doesn't see, matter. See, see that? Yeah. But, hey, here, hey, all right, you're you welcome. Are the, you are the voice of reason now. Yeah. See, now, yeah. Uh, yeah, now. <laughs> the voice you, of the first corner. Of all, first of all, you want to talk about giving, like, six answers. <laughs> Just wait till we come up. Is that exciting? You started. Here's the thing. I I think we should allow an asterisk of two scores this week because there is such that difference that's of, a, of Leary playing that's a or big not. Difference. It's uh, yeah, hundred percent. Even though I think we all feel that he's probably not. And I predict too this as well. Okay. Okay. <laughs> What do you mean? Is this the third? I can't. What? Is this the third? This is a little bit. This is a little bit different. But at least. Two interceptions. If the dude throws mm. the ball in the air, there's going to be an interception. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm cool with that. If, I, I predicted if they, Trevor if they put the ball, the, put the ball in the air ten times. At least one time that we're going to get the ball. <laughs> yeah. So I, I like I like our chance. So you I could like you could stars. end up with see this nothing. He could end up with two losses and one win now. <laughs> <laughs> see, yeah, keep, keep all my options open. More chances about that. We just got <laughs> the score, and if somebody's going to cover the spread. So that's if he gets score. that right, that's just a bonus. Is that your score? If that is that your score, imagining Leary not in the game? Yes, okay. but I'm just I am just throwing out one. All right, score I respect because it because I feel confident with it. I I'm going to go with a lean one and say no Leary in this game, and this is what my score would be. I'm seeing a a 27 to 16. I see NC State specifically getting one touchdown in there at some point. Because I do think there's going to be times that this stingy defense is going to get the Syracuse offense off the field for a few quick possessions. It just feels like it's going to happen. We saw that a little bit in the Purdue game. We saw that a little bit in the third quarter of the Virginia game. So I see them putting that defense on the field for some chunks at a time. And that's when I think they sneak a touchdown in there at some point. But then just like we saw when Chambers came into the game, that they were rushing the ball, and they ended up with three field goals. I see three field goals again. I think there's going to be a few times they get into that territory, but I'm with James. I do think he is going to, if it, if it is this backup, they are going to make him throw the ball, and we have some ball hawks back there. Exactly. The guys are hungry. They was, they're just saying, feed me. Feed me mm-hmm. Throw the ball in there. I dare you to. <laughs> throw the ball in there, and uh, if that ball goes in there, I think we're going to get it. Yeah. That's, that's the mentality right Larry's in there though. I, I I'm putting it less than a one score game. Less right. than a one score game. Brandon. Brandon. Hey no patty. Look at that slow turn. That was that was scary. Yeah. If you're I'm watching at home, that was eerie. Brandon I'm, just 
I'm kind of in the same yeah. uh, boat as Tommy here. I don't think SU scores that many points solely because of North Carolina State's defense. I do have a stat here because, you know, I, I got to back it up do. with a stat. I was looking at red zone offense and defense today. SU's red zone offense, they've scored touchdown or field goal 96% of the time in the red zone. They've only allowed teams to score 75% of the time. Table that for a second. North Carolina State's, my goodness, I'm off today. North Carolina State's Get this man some water. red zone defense has only allowed six possessions to go inside the red zone. Teams have scored all six times. If SU gets into the red zone, I expect them to score. I don't expect them to get into the red zone a lot. And maybe you have Andre Schmidt kicking a field goal from just outside it. So I do expect, though, North Carolina State to get down the field at least a couple times, especially on the first drive because first 15 is scripted to what you see. And you see teams have a pretty moderate amount of success. So I'm going to say it's 23-14, SU wins. North Carolina State scores on their first possession coming out of the start, first possession coming out of the half. But then SU's defense holds them at bay. It's kind of like a defensive slugfest with SU getting down the field, kicking some field goals, scoring some touchdowns. But it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be pretty at all. I like how specific that was. I like how specific everyone was. I will buy you lunch next week if NC State can drive the ball down on the first series and score. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm thinking that, about that's this not going like, to happen. The quarterback's yeah, going to be in there. The quarterback's going to be. No, I, I hear that, but I also like I'm taking into account that like <laughs> oh goodness, I, the way I see this first drive playing out is SU because they they've seen this guy just run the ball. They're going to have like eight guys in the box, right? And they'll have Deuce and Garrett and Man, and maybe they'll be forced to take one more guy out because you have four split wide, right? And they're going to go hard play action and take a shot right away. It's possible. I, 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 uh, Someone could be getting lunch. Someone might not be. I'm going to say that <laughs> Jack, I, I, I can see I'll say little... Jack Chambers hits Thayer Thomas on a deep crossing route on the first play of the game. Okay. Hmm. Mr. Thomas? I will say, I will say they, they, will, they will do anything in their power to try to quiet the crowd right away. Because that makes a difference. However... I'm with Mongrel on this. I will split that lunch bill. Okay, I like that. If they score on the first Come on, drive. You have to get in on it. You have, you have to get in on it. I. Mm, I'll go with Brendan. And I'll tell you what I want for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I like okay. that. Honestly, <laughs> team player. Okay. Keeping it 2-2, two, two, even two. split. Definitely. She's Definitely. looking out. She's looking out for Definitely. me. Now he gave me that fist. Okay. For the less, look she's not the now. She's not on my side. Turn around, nice and slow. That's yeah, you see. Really quick, like. She's she's on my side now. She's not going to be on my side for the next five minutes. Looking out for the less favored, but I I do think we we all agree that this this defense has has a big moment or two, and we've seen what these big defensive moments do in the past. I mean, we I it's a month later it feels like, and we're still talking about Caleb Okachukwu's uh you know pick six. Yeah. That was that was insanely loud. How place how loud that place got, and um, I just think this fan base in the dome they they love a good defensive they've play. Been, they've been waiting for this for a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm finally here, and that's I keep saying that. Unfortunately, but it's it's finally here. It's right present. Uh, you know, the guys this 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 week of practice is going to be you know <laughs> the guys going to be flying around the ball. You know what I mean, and, and being smart about it. And I'll tell you one thing we said last week was nobody getting in the paper. 
in the, in the mm-hmm. bye week. Nobody got in trouble. So that, that's telling you the guys are focused. Yeah. Bye week's over. Yeah. This is work week now, you know, so uh, nobody got in trouble. And that was, you know, a, a good thing. Um, and now it's just focusing on NC State. And that's all that, that's all they have to do is focus on NC State. Obviously, uh, academics as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we got a little, a little extra, I think, juju and energy coming into this game on Saturday because we do have the Ring of Honor ceremony happening at halftime for three of the greats. You got Jim Brown, Floyd Little, or Ernie Davis and Floyd Little. Um, it's supposed to happen a few years ago. And I think the pandemic pushed it back. So they'll have some family coming in to officially enshrine them. Um, and, you know, three, three very special names to the, to the program. And, um, I got, I, I think we got to ask you, James, is there the three of them, did you end up getting to know any of them or, or kind of what was your knowledge of them before and after going to Syracuse? You know, you know, honestly, you know, before I came to Syracuse, uh, I really didn't know, um, that many people that, you know, played at Syracuse, right. um, Art Monk, I knew that, um, honestly, I really didn't know about Floyd Little and all of that type of stuff. And. Once I got here, I met Floyd multiple times and had opportunity to talk to Floyd, um, and uh, had opportunity to talk to Jim too as well. So it's uh, you know, be able to talk to those guys. It was been it was tremendous, you know, and what they brought to the game and how the, the paths they paid they paved for African Americans uh, is unbelievable. And it's really you know, all of us African Americans are very grateful for that. Mm-hmm. I have the three of them be be back. I mean, the story is just incredible. Just the the back to back to back. It's it's yeah. amazing and. You know, help set the tone for what's been a a a history of some all all time running backs, man. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to realize something. Back then, that time too, when they played, so much racism. I mean, we still deal with it today. And uh, for those guys to accomplish what they did and overcome all those obstacles is unbelievable. Yeah, we saw it even in the even in the movie. Yeah, Thurney Davis, man. It's 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 something that uh, you know, it's 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 amazing what they what, what they've done. Very touching. Very touching. Late Ernie, um, uh, not late uh, Ernie, but uh, well, late Ernie, but uh, Floyd. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had an opportunity to talk to him before uh, he left Syracuse and moved back to Phoenix, and uh, all of our conversation was always very positive, and you know, he was a great man to talk to, a lot of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Three big names. Wow. Three big names. I think it's uh, about time here. Get to some trivia action. Okay. We down for that? So I worked out a little deal with Brendan. He... Oh, I wasn't going to rat you out. I was just going to say somebody affiliated with the program uh, made <laughs> so me So you guys talk about the questions beforehand? No, no, no. Oh, he asked, no. He, he okay. comes up to my desk today, and he goes, you know, like, I really think that you should do Syracuse trivia. I've had, I've had two people in the past two days Who say, are these two people? Say, <laughs> you obviously. Who's the second one? I, wanted, I, I don't know if he's going to call me out or not, but I, I'll be you know, there. No, I had a DM. You know, we should focus just on Syracuse trivia instead. I had a DM and I had a. a I DM'd him. Yeah. <laughs> and I had a, a fiance of a friend who went here who was like, who listened and said, I would love a little Syracuse trivia because I think I really have a shot with that. It is our primary audience. So Brenda is going to have an opponent based trivia question. And a Syracuse-based one. Yes. Syracuse is going to be happy. And I'm going to do my best to relate them to each other. Um, This week's theme, by the way, is bowl eligibility. Okay. Um, So, yeah. We'll start with the opponent trivia so you guys can warm up with the harder one. And then we can go into the Syracuse one. Uh, One minute on the stopwatch before a hint for the folks at home. One minute minute on the stopwatch before. And it starts after he asks the question. Yeah. North Carolina State. They played in one. 
of the New Year's Six Bowls. Quote unquote New Year's Six Bowls. It's also the game in which they've won the most in terms of all the bowls they played. And which New Year's Six Bowl is it? How many wins do they have? What? How many wins do they have in this bowl? Yes. To get to the bowl game, how many wins? No, like how many times have they won this oh, bowl? Okay. Game? okay. okay. Um, what, what year? Or uh, year? I don't have that written down. Years so I don't remember. Last time been there. It, it, it is a New Year's Six Bowl now. It was not when they won it. I don't think New Year's. When was New Year's Six Bowl coined? Um, it, it was long enough ago to where they have it. It probably wasn't a New Year's Six Bowl. Crazy now. long, maybe only ten years or so. I feel like it was very much its own. Cotton, orange. I feel like they were all their own thing, and maybe even not around the same time. I've always known the big. You didn't start the time. Orange, orange, rose, cotton. No, no, no. Or not. The four big bowls I always did was the Fiesta. Uh, well, Rose, we never were el- eligible for Rose yeah. Bowl, so we never really talked about that. Fiesta, Orange. We went to the Fiesta Bowl and Orange Bowl. Yeah. Um, then the Sugar Bowl. Sugar and Cotton. Was that your four? The four main? I think, yeah. What year was Fiesta? Uh, Fiesta was um, 97. 97? Yeah, Fiesta was 97. Then we went to the Orange Bowl after that. Where would you, would you where like to hint now since you didn't start the timer? Or would you like <laughs> to guess first? Ran, he's going to sit over here. Let's get back to our trivia question, please. He's, I was just ready to shoot it. <laughs> just shoot it with James for 10 I, minutes. I'm just <laughs> saying that you, like, you didn't start the timer. I wanted it to be fair. Why don't you guys get the right, hint? You guys ready? Okay. okay. Oh, I was going to give you the hint because oh, it's okay, been yeah. more than a minute. It's been a minute. Oh, I was thinking we haven't even started, but that's fine. I was thinking, actually. So there has been a previous conference tie-in to this, so it... It was a matchup between the SEC and ACC historically. Oh, so it was post twenty thirteen, or no, not. No, I'm not saying they won it then, but historic. Like again, it's a bowl that has been around for a while. That's now considered a New Year's Six bowl. That NC State has won more than any other bowl. They could have won these games in like. Do we get the number of times they've won it? Four. Okay. That's All right. That's, that really helped you. Did that, did that honestly really help you for? He goes, no. okay, <laughs> now I'm on it. it I'm hoping you're it. getting this right then. But in my mind, I'm like, I'm trying to tap in. I'm like, okay, Keep if it's in more mind, than three. There are only six of these bowl games. Right. And you already know one of them's out. I'm just laughing because Brennan said he was going to stay away from history, and I just heard him say the word historically. <laughs> I heard that. I mean, historically, um, <laughs> two years ago. To me, it's it's because it's four. That means that they've gotten a few recently, and it's either either with Russ. He tells the location there. where the bowl game is out. How that? No, um, that would give. It I'm away. gonna go. You know what? I'm gonna say for them. Think about it. Like they feel. If they, I said, like, if I said Idaho, the obviously no New Year's Six Bowl, you would think, oh, the Potato Bowl or whatever the heck that bowl's name is. I'm going like, Orange Bowl. Anybody else want to give a guess? Mm. Say Fiesta Bowl. I'll hop on Tommy's train because I don't really know. You're all wrong. <sighs> you did get one of the choices that I had for you. The Orange Bowl was one of the choices. The other three choices are the Peach, Cotton, and Sugar Bowl. Oh, Peach. Peach Bowl. That's correct. Yeah. I totally forgot about the Peach Bowl. Now. If we had like, that, we would have guessed because it would have been. Yeah, because I would have. You know what I was trying to tap into? As I'm like. 
where would they be in which they could get the fans they to travel? Peaceful Atlanta, right? Yeah. And if Peaceful would have been driving distance for the for the fans. I was trying to think of what bowl game is close to. End. I mean, I was oh. trying to think, and I was just thinking of Florida. We would have had that. All right, Syracuse. Okay, time. so the All Syracuse right. one. So Syracuse has also played in their fair share of New Year's Six Bowls. They are three six and one all time. Yes, there are t- there were ties in college football. Which New Year's Six Bowl did Syracuse earn their only tie in? Down in Louisiana. Stan McPherson, nineteen eighty-eight. Went for the tie, and they wore the ties, and it's with Auburn. They threw ties on the field. Yeah, it was all. Yeah. See, now, now you help me out. They were, they were, that was the I year they were. I'm surprised you've gotten this far. I did not think uh, you got ties on the field. Mm. But what bowl did they really? It? Yeah, they did. Um, it was down in Louisiana. I feel like that's. Um, sugar Bowl. Sugar. There we, sugar. Yes. there we go. There we go. Hey, mark me down. Let's go. I'm 6-0. 6-0. All right. Mungo, 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 Mungo. As, I'll be honest with you, though, that, I mean, the reason why I know that is because I played there. You know, I mean, that's the only reason I would know something like that. You know why I know so much <laughs> about that year is because that was their last 5-0 and year. And so I just was basically just studying that year's team. And then on top of that, the whole ties of who played Auburn. Remember, we were talking about it previously with the, because that was right before 9-11. Right. My senior year. Um, so that all tied back into thinking about, okay, we played Auburn. I remember how they talked about previously, last time I played Auburn, how. What happened, and mm-hmm. so I had a little bit, a little bit of advantage on that. Yeah, not much, but just a little bit. Hey, if you, if you, got, I feel like there's a few, there's definitely a few <laughs> listeners at home that got that too. So shout out us. I feel good about it. Brandon, nice work out there. Good job, Brandon. I like that question. That was, that was good. There we go. That was more reasonable. Sam, your final, your final thoughts. I, I'm really excited for this weekend. I think that, and I really hope that the fans pack the JMA Wireless Dome. I think if there's any game to do it, now is the right time. It feels like this is the most important game that we've seen in the Dome in, you know, 20 years. So, I'm excited. I'm amped. I have this for you. Think about this. What will the talk be in two weeks if we win these next two games? Think about that. Talk to Huge. To a, to a level that not many people expected we could be having a conversation about. And we're having a conversation right now. Then now many people well, we got to take one game at a time. I mean, one game at a time. We could say one game at a time. Yeah, no, but we can also think down the road. We're not playing exactly. So we're we allowed to talk about, about it. Talk about down the road, but we're still but, locked in. Yes, still locked in for this. Week. <laughs> still we, locked in. We got to get this week before we get the next week. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So it's math, folks. Good it's thing math. to think about, though. Yes, that'll be on my mind. Because Clemson after this, and not to look too ahead again, reel it in. But Notre Dame end of the month, and. Yeah, then it's off to the races from there, guys. Yeah, they're pulling. They 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 won a game. They beat a ranked team. Don't get me wrong; they could be ranked come October 29th. So we could be seeing three ranked teams, so three I mean, ranked Syracuse, matchups. Syracuse in a row. has to work uh, worked out for them, you know, cut out for them, but uh, they're able to do it. I think they're ready. To, they're, they want that pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, and they got the pressure they wanted. This is this can take them to the next level. This month, right here, these next three weeks, and Definitely. it starts Saturday. NC State, three thirty at the Dome. I'll be there. Samantha will be there. We got the full crew's gonna be watching. That's for Definitely, sure, hundred percent. And it's going to be a it's going to be a fun weekend in Central New York. So we'll be bringing you all the updates with the with the post game, and we'll be hitting it with the sights and sounds afterwards. And of course, I can't wait to talk to you guys next Tuesday about this because it's going to be, uh, I think, a very very fun game. The Orange Zone, James Mungro, Samantha Crossan, SU legend, Colts legend, James Mungro, Brendan Hodges, McAllister College receiver legend. <laughs> I'm Tommy Sladek. Thank you for watching. Soccer, Thank you for le- soccer legend. Soccer legend. <laughs>
You know, flag football had a pretty good team in college too, but no one talks about the uh, the flag football. Uh, anyway, I got to get out of here. Spotify, iTunes, iHeart. Thank you so much for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, we're out of here. Give me the deuces. See you next week. Subscribe to Orange Zone. Appreciate you. Uh, with the post game, and we'll be hitting it with the sights and sounds afterwards. And of course, I can't wait to talk to you guys next Tuesday about this because it's going to be, uh, I think, a very, very fun game. The Orange Zone, James Mungro, Samantha Crossan, SU legend, Colts legend, James Mungro, Brendan Hodges, McAllister College receiver legend. <laughs> I'm Tommy Slade. I thank you for watching. Soccer thank you for legend. soccer legends. Soccer legends. <laughs> <laughs> you know, flag football had a pretty good team in college too, but no one talks about the uh, the flag football. Uh, anyway, I got to get out of here. Spotify, iTunes, iHeart. Thank you so much for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, we're out of here. Giving you the deuces. See you next week. Subscribe to Orange Zone. Appreciate you.